Welcome to Ministry Leaders Anonymous. My name is Chris Barton. And I'm Matt Rice, and we hope to provide a moment of sanity during a busy week of ministry. We've both worked in youth ministry for over 17 years and have seen just about everything. And as damaged as we are, we're ready to dive into and bring light to the hurts, hopes, and hungers that every minister has. A-Lab did our intro music, Hunt That Guy Down. So, Matt, when you were in high school or middle school or however long ago it was for you, do you remember jock jams? Jock jams. Uh, kind of. Pump the, the up cheesy... the jam. Pump it up. And it's oh, yeah. And I think about that because we're talking today about marketing and ministry. And sometimes there's this hype element, you know, like, golly, I don't want to date myself, but... Maybe 15 to 20 years ago, whenever we played Trading My Sorrows. Do you remember that song, <laughs> Trading My Sorrows? Yep. That was like the jock jams of like that youth ministry <laughs> era or whatever. Yep. And, uh, or what is the, the day oh, that song? Uh, uh, man, it, it, maybe it was just Deo. That was another one that we did. Um, like Pharaoh, Pharaoh, that one? Yeah, or? that one. Maybe that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Deo, yeah. I think anyway. it was from Beetlejuice. That, <laughs> yeah. that we actually did that one, too, in, in the youth group. And they, <laughs> yeah, they loved it. Well, anyway, anyways, so there's there, there's these anthems that, that, that get people hyped up and fired up and, and things like that. And then uh, and then you look at it and you're like, okay, were we just getting hyped for the sake of hype? Like in, in, yeah. gym, in gym class, did we really want to go play kickball yeah. with a bunch of people that we didn't know? Or was it the music that kind of helped? Or was it the music that led us into kind of an area that's like it was shallow, you know? And so I think about like authentic worship. I think about, you know, kneeling and and really turning my heart towards the Lord. And then I think about the hand motions to trading my sorrows. Yep. And I'm like, was that just hype or was there some depth to it? And so it makes me think about marketing in in ministry. I have a degree in marketing and uh, I've looked at a number of different aspects uh, from the secular world and how they translate. And a lot of them actually do. They translate yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and they Just sharing and they, the gospel. And they work. But, uh, you know, I, I, I guarantee any any ministry out there, whether it's an adult ministry or a, a youth program or your favorite RCIA, <laughs> <laughs> Ministry Leaders Anonymous drinking game, how many times will Matt mention RCIA during today's <laughs> podcast? So, <clears throat> but but with with all of them, you could get 150, 250. You could get 200% of what you have right now. Um, yeah. And all you would have to do is give away an iPad or a car or something like that to, yeah. the, to those who had good attendance. And then people are coming and there's hype and there's excitement. Free iPad, you know, free Chick-fil-A for a year, whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. get people to show up. Um, but is that... Is that effective if people are just showing up for for um, a gift instead of the giver of the gift, Jesus Christ? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, yeah. and, and, and it, that's that's where I struggle because you and I we just started playing this this new game that came out <laughs> and, uh, on, on the on the Xbox and we're. I, I don't know. We're are, are you going to tell people? Is this going to be like a, a, a like what was it the that you called me out on? Do I get to call you out on this? And it, we're, yeah. we're calling each other out on this. It, it's De- it De- Deadpool two the video game. That's right. That's right. 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 Yeah. Right, yeah. De- <laughs> De- Deadpool Redemption two. Um, but it, the game comes out at midnight, and uh, last night we were texting each other. Oh, the game comes out at midnight. Are you going to be on at midnight? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to be on at midnight. But then. Uh, one of the listeners, another another friend of ours, is like, it comes out at midnight on the East Coast, which means eleven o'clock our time. And 
I got so excited. There was such <laughs> All an energy. All of a sudden, like, Chris was up. Yeet! Like, I was like, okay, 11 o'clock. So I played for a half hour um, and had a blast. But the the live streaming different places, there were these people in these lines that were being shown waiting for this game. And they were so excited. And some of them were in costumes. And there was just this this hype and this excitement. And and then there, there were two things I thought of as I was uh, going to bed much too late last night. One is, I don't know if I've recently been that excited about Jesus or about a church thing, you yeah. know? Um, I, I do know that I am at the Easter Vigil. I get like, I cry. I cry at almost every baptism. I cry at the Easter Vigil. Yep. It's it's sheer beauty and no no game studio can compete with that. But the average youth night or the average religious education gathering or faith formation thing or the church festival, VBS, um, there's not that same type of... Uh, a hyper excitement that I get. Um, yeah. But I do know, I do know for like vacation Bible school, the kids, my kids start talking about vacation Bible school well in advance, but that, that level of hype, that level of excitement and anticipation, I believe that we should have that. Oh, Sunday's coming yeah. or, you know, okay, we're done with the readings. We're one step closer to the liturgy of the Eucharist, which means we get to receive Jesus. Eee! So excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so what are we your thoughts? To, well, I, I think you're, you're right. I think that, um, I don't know, looking at youth ministry and what's happened in youth ministry over the last 40 years or whatever, when we were young and even when we were young in ministry, like you said, hand motions and cheesy surface level music was kind of the the thing. You know, even during adoration, it wasn't really go deep. It was, you know, surface level music. Well, now, at least from my perspective, the type of praise and worship that they're doing the songs you couldn't even try to do hand motions to, most of them. They aren't hype songs like that. So if you, it, honestly, what I've seen is if you want to play a hype song, you're playing a 90s song. You're not playing anything new. Now, maybe maybe that's not true. Do you, like, do you agree or disagree on that? There's, uh, yeah, I can't, uh, re- yeah, Reckless Love. I can't imagine <laughs> yeah, hand motions. Hand motions hand to that. Hand motions to that. But there, you know, there, so there's I, a couple of songs. And then even if it's not the songs, they can do the cross clap. Sure. So. <laughs> the uh but the 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 level of hype that's available out there i think is kind of followed the the deepening of the spirituality of our young people and so that's something that that i've seen but it's also like what you're saying that that hype needs to be there um the excitement to come and sometimes it does take something cheesy you know to or something surface in a way to to get that hype there but it needs to be there so jock jams are necessary for ministry, not just youth ministry, but it needs to be ministry appropriate jock jams. Yeah, and, I, and age appropriate, of course. You know, the um, what a, what a junior high student needs is different than what a high school student needs is different from what an RCIA you know attendee needs. That's, That's once. one. That's one. <laughs> um, and, and it's different than from what a VBS kid needs. But there needs to be some sort of buildup, some sort of excitement. And what you're talking about, marketing and ministry, there needs to be some sort of marketing that says, I'm going to enjoy this or you're going to enjoy this. Whatever that, whatever that hype is, needs to be there. So then integrity in marketing would be mm, my next yeah. piece because, yep. right, so I know that there's people that come to our programs because their parents are forcing them. But I also know people that come to our programs because uh, the boy or girl they like is there. 
and th- and that's and that's that's neat, you know, um, because I, <laughs> that's neat. That's neat. <laughs> I believe that God can use that. I showed yeah. up, I showed Amen. up to youth group for a girl. I walked away with the Lord. Like that's yeah. awesome, you know. Yeah. Um, so I showed up to Jesus because I like doing hand motions, or I showed up to youth group or whatever because I like doing hand motions, and I left and I actually knew Jesus and opened my heart to him. Yeah. The, the retreat that I went on where I had my major conversion or my initial conversion. Um, yep. my mother was like, you should go and blah, 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 and pizza and a free t-shirt. And I was in, I was eighth grade bat in a bad place. And I said, anything to eat away from you for a weekend. And wow. I went I, and I went and I got my free t-shirt and I ate my pizza and I had my life changed. Mm. It was absolutely yep. amazing. And it was kind of the hype that got me to go in and I wasn't very popular at the time. So actually encountering a bunch of kids made me very nervous, but I saw some of the other kids, that I thought were popular and that's what I wanted to be um, wearing the youth group t-shirts and I knew I would get one, then I would be included. And so the t-shirt was a big draw. The marketing is something that drew me into that experience, which ultimately led to my heart opening in a profound yeah. way to the Lord. The The hard thing about this is the marketing to young people is totally different than marketing to an older generation. I was just at uh, St. Mary's here uh, in College Station. They have a night called Magnify. It's, an, it's a night of adoration. There's a talk. Dave Moore, you know, our friend, was actually there leading worship at that event. And before it all started, I actually took a recording of this because it was loud. Like everybody talking, chatting, and everything like that before the worship service and before, the, before Magnify started really loud. And I thought about this and I was like, wow, the old church, like, and I mean, old people, um, would hate this because of the, the need for silence or reverence before a service is something that I've encountered like crazy. And they feel like it's really disrespectful and irreverent, I don't know, irreverent, you know, for that much talking to be going on. But what I heard was like that, that's the sound of the young church. You know, this, the young church is social, is loud, is rambunctious. And what they need is totally different than what an, an older person needs. And so very often, the reason that I, I bring up youth ministry is what, what young people need may look irreverent to older people. Oh, why are y'all playing fun and why are y'all doing games? You know, why are you doing hand motions? Why are you doing, you know, hype music, jock jam stuff? Where's your you know, Baltimore you catechism? That. Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, 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 but the church, all of us need to realize that every single group of people needs something different. What works for a certain age group and even a certain generation is not going to work for the next age group or the next generation. So, so I guess there's two sides to integrity. We don't want to just draw people in by giving away iPads and, and, and cars or whatever, draw people in, and so they're showing up for the wrong reason. What, what, this, this night is about Jesus? I'm just here for the free iPad. Like, what is going on? Because I feel like that yeah. marketing integrity on that side. But we also need to have a... Uh, Duped you. A spiritual. Gotcha. And gotcha. Dude, sneaky this is about Jesus. Jesus. Gotcha. <laughs> but but we also ha- need to have a spiritual integrity, right? If we're going <clears> to <throat> yeah. go ahead and open up our church and our facilities, uh, we can't just do fun and games the entire time. Yep. If VBS wasn't also about Jesus, right? Is is a bunch of skits. It's a bunch of 
fun, a bunch of amazing music that sticks in your head until December. <laughs> I can sing you last year's theme. Come but, on, get off the floor, ride that dinosaur, whatever that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but if it isn't also about Jesus or doesn't lead to Jesus, then there's a lack of integrity there as well. Yeah. And so you mentioned well, and, and that they might if see. If there's no Jesus, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, you go. Oh, no, no you, go. you go. Oh, please. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, but but I think there is a lack of integrity if if for some reason, you know, teens or, or young, the young church might to the old church, sorry, younger people in the church might to older people in the church seem irreverent. But there might also be times where the younger people are actually being irreverent as yes. well. And so we need, to, we need to make sure we have integrity in regards to that so that we know how to navigate those pieces and set up a context where they can be excited, hype about Jesus, but it is about Jesus. It does lead to Jesus, and it's an on-ramp to a deeper faith. Because if I just fed my kids sugar all the time, they would not be nourished. Yeah. But I can get yeah. them to pick up the entire house with a candy bar. <laughs> yeah. They'll clean up and you can have this and they'll do almost That's anything right. because they're excited about that. But yeah. that candy bar has to lead to something a little bit more nourishing. Yeah, eventually it needs to be more of a contributing to the family than I get something out of this. Exactly. And that's that's what we hope that our ministries do, the transition from is I mean you you have to be a certain amount of surface, you know, at the beginning. That's the the wide end of the funnel. You know, to to be able to get the most people into the the funnel, you have to be relatively surface. You can't you can't only have events that are crazy deep because you'll miss that a, a lot of people that need to be slowly introduced, you know, and gradually taken deeper. Yeah, we got to have soft foods before we can have the steak yeah. and potatoes of faith. We need to learn to crawl before we need to learn to walk. So that that hype, you know, is there for in a way the beginning um, of that journey. I don't know if that's that's if that statement's even true. Oh, that it's necessary? Do I don't think that well, I mean, it's necessary because I think that a lot of times there's hurts or tragedies or kind of these life moments that God puts in. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's necessary, but um, as someone goes deeper in the faith, is hype as necessary? Oh, absolutely not. That's what I, and that's what I was saying. You know that hype and you know um, marketing in, in a way, maybe not the the hype style marketing is more meant for the top end of the funnel, getting the most people there. And as only, you go, and only for certain aspects. You can't yeah. have like uh, bereavement ministry. Dun 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 dun. Hey, that's not that's not appropriate, right? And yeah, so there yeah. there are certain ministries where it doesn't make sense, but at the same time. I see a lot of different programs or ministries that, for lack of a better term, can seem to ransom what the church offers for the yep. sake of a mediocre pro, mediocre run program. Yeah. Well, you want to get your kid baptized, you have to attend. You have to attend this baptism class. So yeah. we don't need to market it or promote it or be proud of it at all. It's required. You have to. You want your kid baptized? Jump through this hoop. Yeah, you don't have to make it interesting. You don't have to make it worth their time. And <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I want everyone, every ministry leader to be able to stand behind their program and say, even if my child didn't need baptism, I would be grabbing great value from this because I would encounter the Lord because this is an amazing program. I yep. want every program to have that. And then what we toss up on a flyer, bulletin announcement, social media, whatever it is, 
that seems a little bit more hype can actually get people like, oh yeah, this is going to be awesome. Marriage prep? Okay, they're going to tell us we shouldn't be living together, but they're going to do it in a way that's compelling and captivating and loving, and I can't wait to take this next step in our journey, even if it means I have to sleep on the couch for the next eight months before we get married. You know, and yeah. that's that's yeah. the reality, but... But a lot of times it's like, if you want to get married, you have to attend these sessions and da 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 And they just sit still long enough to yep. go ahead and check the box. And then they receive a sacrament. And then we don't see them again until they have kids. So as we've been talking, and even with what you're saying, hype and non-hype can both contribute to this whole consumer consumeristic you know, mentality. You know, if we're, if we're doing hype, then we're kind of catering to them, you know, so that they'll just attend. And that's one of the dangers of, of hype is creating this consumeristic or continuing with that consumeristic mentality of consumer Catholicism. Because it could say that Jesus isn't good enough, so we're going to dress him up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> and then the, on the other side, even the, the non-hyped version, when you're just checking the boxes, I've checked my box. I've done what I need to do. Now you give me what what I deserve or what I'm owed. You know, so both sides I think have that have the potential for creating a more of a, a consumerism, you know, mentality in our faith or with our Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. And I think the danger in in the first one is, hey, I came because I thought this would be fun. But what you're actually giving me is meaning. I didn't come yeah. for that. Yeah, I think that sometimes that is actually okay. I mean, it's not not the bait and switch, but it's the on-ramp to meaning. The fun or the hype is the on-ramp to meaning because you came uh, with, I came to have a shallow desire met. I walked away with a deeper desire being filled. I am satisfied. I think we're on the same page. And then the other side, (laughs) what if we recognize in the midst of it, like they are not ready for this sacrament? And then yeah. the, the, the pushback is, well, I checked all my boxes. I have done everything, jumped through every hoop, and now you're telling me just because I don't believe in God, I can't receive the sacrament? <laughs> yeah. I'm, um. see, seriously, though, in regards to confirmation prep, I've run into this situation, and there are teens, there are teens that are terrified because mom and dad are going to take away their cell phone or you know virtually disown them because they're not going to be receiving the sacrament but they're clearly not ready for the sacrament and the parents sits in front of me and says but chris they've met all the requirements yeah and it's like except for disposition to the sacrament that's the one requirement yeah. they haven't met you know but they yeah. jump through all the hoops it's not fair and i'm like it's okay my hope is that in marketing in ministry we actually have an integrity marketing to the ministries that we have, to the people that we are reaching, to where it's not just a big fun and games, and then at the very end, oh, by the way, brought to you by Jesus. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that there's different a variety of programming so that the teen that's ready for something deeper has access to something deeper. Or, yep. and this is even more dangerous, the teen that's not ready for something deeper doesn't show up to a program that's going to go really deep, and then they're going to feel completely isolated in that program. Yeah. Because yeah. that's that's really hard too. So integrity in ministry, I, we had we had a going deeper piece, and I'm like, hey, there's 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 no carrot attached to this. This doesn't count towards sacramental prep. But if you have a prayer life, come to this event, and you'll be fed. But that yeah. means that it's not for everyone in this room, because I know a lot of us don't pray regularly, and that's okay too. That's why yeah. we have our Sunday night program. But if all the kids were coming that didn't have a prayer life, and all we talked about is how to 
further deepen your prayer life, it would have meant nothing because they don't have a prayer life to further deepen in the first place. And yep. so it, we have kind of a variety of programming that makes that, and, and our marketing should should talk about that. It should be clear about that. But I think it's also okay that an entire parish gets fired up about Vacation Bible School. Yeah, I love absolutely. seeing parents dressed up. I love seeing all those kids in matching T-shirts. I think that that type of hype is okay. And it does two things. One, it gets the kids excited to be at church, and there's a greater sense of community. And the second is uh, it showcases a piece of our community, the children. You know, it yeah. showcases the children. Everyone is focusing on the, on the child. And uh, St. Uh, Thea Bowman, isn't she the one that says, if it takes a village to raise a child, it takes a parish to do ministry? Mm. And I've so, never heard that before. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's profound to think that, like, the person sitting two rows behind you is also a youth minister, also a children's minister, because they are a living witness as a member of that community. Everyone has yeah. responsibility in sharing the gospel. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, while hype is necessary, we need to make sure that there's also a purpose behind it. Um, because like we've, we've said before, you could get 600 kids there a night if you gave away an iPad every single night, but that's not going to necessarily, you know, create the depth that's needed. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking, uh, this was after the benefit dinner that you, you, yep. you hosted. Um, and I believe it was, uh, Bob Rice was talking about how one of his early fails in ministry was that he was talking about how the Spice Girls were going to be at youth group. Do you remember this story? <laughs> no, no, I don't. He talked about the Spice Girls, and the Spice Girls were actually in town that weekend, and so a number of people actually thought that he had gotten the Spice Girls, but actually it was a skit. They all dressed up as the Spice Girls, and they led this song, um, and he walked out <laughs> afterwards, and there was a child crying to uh, their mother, saying but are the spice girls going to actually be here and it wasn't and so there was this hype there was this hype that was that was completely false and they tied it to something that was not gospel related which you know sometimes you just got to get people excited to get people excited but there was an integrity issue that happened there and uh, (laughs) yeah 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 you duped me oh lord exactly you duped me oh bob yeah oh bob so (laughs) Well, good. So I want to hear about you guys. What are the best things that you've done in marketing? And what are the things in marketing that maybe you haven't, that you've attempted and maybe didn't land as well? You know, I remember uh, one year we, we were like, let's just give, give scholarships to as many kids as possible to get them on this retreat. And then we had all these kids smoking in the woods mm. during the retreat. And so there was yeah. a certain threshold of conversion that we had to had to make sure existed before we're just inviting all these random kids on the retreat because they saw it as not a retreat, but as like a free weekend to have mischief in the woods. Yeah. yeah. And with teenagers, and maybe, that's you know, never a good thing. No. What is what is your favorite way to hype, like create hype around an event or around your ministry? That'd be, I would, I would love to hear that. You know, what's the great, what's the best way for you to get people excited about whatever ministry it is you do? What have you found that that works? And, and if it's an annual thing, let us know. We'd love to know what works because I know annually our parish festival, our uh, yep. our vacation Bible school, and our uh, our fall retreat are three areas that a lot of people get a lot of energy behind, and that's that's a beautiful thing. I want to see patterns of excitement in yep. your ministry. I want to hear. All right, that. guys, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, Google Play, MLAPodcast.com. 
Email us at MLA at ablazeyouth.org. And uh, please uh, write us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Here at Ministry Leaders Anonymous, we believe that if you want to go quickly, you go alone. And if we want to go far, we go together. Take some time this week to pray for other ministry leaders. And go dig up jock jams and get some uh, movement in your heart and translate it in your ministry. We'll see you next time on Ministry Leaders Anonymous. God bless. God bless.